Welcome to The Start Line, a podcast about running, eating, life and everything in between. Hey, it's Jules back again for another bonus episode, which as you know, was recorded live from the ERC stand at the National Running Show in Birmingham last month. And today we have another member of the ERC family, our amazing Taz. She's such an incredible woman and I really know that you're going to enjoy listening to this episode and learning all about Taz. She shares with us how she had a really poor relationship with sports as a kid, but she decided to take herself from running as she describes herself like Phoebe from Friends into running like a gazelle doing marathons and half marathons after going to running school and how that changed her life. We also talk about how ERC has really made her feel like she's found her tribe and how she also turned around a bad running situation recently by being brave enough to use her voice sharing her bad experience and in doing so she affected real and actual change well done Taz we're so so proud of you and we can't wait for our listeners to hear your story and we know that they're going to think you are as wonderful as we do enjoy so we're back at the national running show it's jules hey it's d and it's also taz yes <laughs> we are joined by the lovely taz who we met at the National Running Show South in Farnborough in Farnborough in May last May and May 2022 actually, if you think about that that was only in May 2022 Taz feels like she's been part of ERC for years and we feel like Taz has been part of ERC for years in a yeah. great way yeah in a great way like she's just such a positive addition but let us let's let's hear from let, Taz let, let us hear from Taz and hear from her about how she started running, what her running journey. Well, we could, we could talk to Taz. We can ask yeah. her direct. Taz. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so great to have you on the podcast and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Can we hear a little bit about you, who you are, what your running journey has been like, how you found ERC and being part of the running family? Sure. So... Let me begin with where I started. I'm sure people may have read my Instagram um, and I've said on many an occasion that I had a poor relationship with sport as a child. I could not run. And many people have heard this as well. I always say I used to run like Phoebe from Friends. And I felt quite a bit of a confidence challenge. So running for me, I used to see people on the street and go, wow, Look at them, they can run. I wish I could do that. That never happened. So for me, I went to running school and I was there, learned to run and I really made a transition and there is video evidence to demonstrate that. And I dipped in and out of running and I think it didn't help that COVID came along. For a lot of people, they started running. I went the opposite direction. And Can I ask, when did you... When did you go to running school what year what year yeah, was that 2017 
Wow. And what and what made you? What was the impetus for you to to, to do that? Because I wanted to learn to run. Like I am the type of person that will go all in, or not at all. That's just how I am. So if I'm going to learn something, I want to learn it properly, or I won't be able to do it. And so what happened in 2020 that made you stop running? Why, why did that happen? Um, just, I guess, work and burnout. And I think during the time of COVID, there was this whole concern. I, I was relatively new to my job. Uh, and with any company, you're always thinking, you know, uh, last in first out so that's part of the reason I overworked and I focused more on on work than I did running and I wasn't motivated but then I decided to enter Berlin Marathon Ballot so you went from you went from a position where you were being overworked you had no interest in running at all or even if you did you didn't have the energy to do so to wanting the, to run the Berlin Marathon? Like, literally, what was the impetus? What was it that... I thought I'd enter and I wouldn't get in. <laughs> wow, so you were taking, you were taking a gamble. Yeah. So you could, you could feel like, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. And then you were trying and you were like, oh, oh, oh shit. Now I'm going to have to... Oh, man. But you see, Jules, it's even... It's more interesting. Sorry. It's more interesting because 25... There were only 25% of their normal allocations and I actually got a place wow. in the ballot. Oh, wow. So that's where it becomes... So it was crazy. meant to happen. It was meant to be. It was meant to get me back into running. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know, and I just... To go from nothing to wanting or at least entering a marathon... <laughs> Of all things, not a half, you know, not a 10K, not a 5K. How, how far had you run up you, before you entered the, the Berlin Marathon? Had you done many halves and tens before? I had done two halves before, but I had injured both. Uh, so I walked out with both uh, in, injured. Oh, okay. So, but oh. that's okay. That, that is okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because you got, absolutely. You, you, you got back up yes. and continued running. Yeah, that's right. Because not many people, I mean, I've, I've done several half marathons and I have never done a marathon. So for you to do two halves and then be like, I'm signing up for a whole marathon. Not having run I, for I take, almost a year. I take my hat off to you, seriously. So what happened next? So um, it was 2021 and this is the year I'm supposed to run Berlin. I dip in and out of my training because the messages that you're getting is uncertainty as the whole world was going we weren't sure it was going to continue or we it was going to still be staged so i stopped and started as i had in the past my running journey and i only did 160 miles of training but i got to the start line and i got to the finish line oh wow and that Amazing. for me was more important and is yeah. now my favorite marathon wow amazing so fast forward yeah you come to the national running show why did why did you decide to, was that your first national running show last year yes um and because it was quite local to me that is it was in farnborough um i live in london it was an easier place to get to i always seen the running show and wanted to attend but wow. never had and then you stumble across erc well, there's a bit of a story. There's a bit of a story that Taz is going to tell. Go ahead. About how she stumbled across. across, that, that, across that's exactly, that's exactly yeah. where I was going. And then what happened? 
So, um, I had seen ERC on the gram and they had a great presence. So, I got excited. I started following ERC. It was really cool. And then there was an, like a notification that ERC were going to be present at Gunnersbury Park. Now, this park is like a 20-minute drive away from me. So, I was like, oh, this is it. This is going to be my inn. And... Unfortunately, I got to the park and this was my first park run. I did my first park run, but I never saw ERC. So oh, I was really disappointed. We, we keep but, going, keep going. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the National Running Show and I'm going to find, I'm going to find ERC. I'm going to get my in, finally. And then I saw a couple of our members, uh, Zandian from me on the train, and I saw them chatting away and chatting away. Just trying to get in and trying to get in and no they're just too busy so got to the station outside at the bus stop and it was great because that was my moment i was able to have a conversation with them and then i came to the sound and it was awesome um met a few of the the group the crew and from there i signed up i had a great exchange with jules and I've been part of ERC ever since, and it has transformed my running journey. Wow. And one of the things I remember, I think you'll know this, Dee, one of the things that I loved is at the running show is on stage, you said, find your tribe. Mm. You've got to find your tribe. And that is what I've definitely found. Yes. And, you know, Taz is a very attractive Asian lady. And we have thought, will she feel home here? Will she feel at home here? No, we are black and brown runners, but we are predominantly black. So how does that fit with you? How does that sit with you? How do you feel about it? So I think I fit in better, uh, mainly because my husband's also black. Mm. So I, you could say, have an identity crisis. I am born in Britain. I have, my parents are from East Africa. I have Indian heritage and Iranian heritage. So I'm confused as it is. And then I went and married a Bayesian uh, descendant. What to me that is, it's a, it's a beautiful melting pot. It's a bit like seasoned rice. Yes, that's yes. what you are. Seasoned rice. It's a lot of love. different ingredients that make one delicious dish right and Taz is a delicious dish <laughs> <laughs> exactly we, it, the Startline podcast is brought to you by we run we eat we like food <laughs> we're thinking about our next meal already it's not Taz by the way <laughs> but I think I think going back to that your question Dee I think it's it definitely is where I fit in and I think you're very welcoming I think there's no judgement which can happen in other groups mm. and it's something there's something very special that you have created and I say this all the time it's magical and I can't explain it I don't see it I've very recently started attending other groups but there is something magical about ERC even though it's virtual mm. right yeah. and there's something very magical about yeah. it it's mainly virtual but it's we do assemble but, but what I was going to say is I think I think that that thing for us is our members. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know we create the space. You know, Dean Trojan and come. I created this, the space. But 
it's what fills that space that makes it special. And 100%. you've come in and, you know, as you know, everyone in the group is treasured, you know, from beginning, whether you're, you're with us for a week or whether you've been with us for, you know, since the beginning. Our love and support for every member is 100%. And that is reflected back. So you've come in and you have championed and you've supported and you've inspired, like, you know, your recent experience on that run. Um, I mean, it'd be good to talk a little bit about that experience. And you had not a very positive experience in, in a run recently. That's right. But you've turned it into a positive experience because you, by talking about how you found that run have actually affected change. Do you want to tell us about it? Sure. Um, I'm not going to name it here, but mm. I will say that it's on my Instagram page, should you want to go and look. Uh, but I was with members of the Emancipated Run crew. It was a freezing cold day. It was like minus two degrees. And, you know, there could have been this whole thing of not going out for a 10-mile run but or 12-mile run. And I was like, no gonna head out there and get it done and keep consistent with my mileage and I went with the last group uh, which was an 11 minute mile pace whatever that translates to in kilometers mm. uh, and that's something that I knew I could do consistently I had just done that the previous week with the longest distance and I had been pretty consistent with that but then the pacer had disappeared literally they were meters and meters ahead of us and I burst into tears. I felt I couldn't keep up. They were going at a 9.30 minute mile pace. They were going at a faster speed and kept saying, oh, we'll take a break. There was no break. Mm. And I need to catch my breath if I'm going at this speed, something that I'm not used to. Mm. But I can be on my feet for as long as you need me to. Mm. So that was hard. I had members of the RC group and it was great because they just stuck with me and we just ran together and we did our own thing in the end but I felt in that moment I felt that I was taken back to my childhood mm. so for the sake of not enabling that behavior again mm. I wanted to to actually voice my opinion and I did and how did you do that I shared it twice over, so once through actually speaking with uh, one of the leaders of that run, and then secondary, I posted it on Instagram. Mm. And of course, I had in our own private chat, I, I had a story to tell. And I was pleased to hear through other people that change had taken place the very next week. Mm. Uh, and I said I would go back because I be strongly believe if you are going to take that time to change and be thoughtful about how someone felt and listen to that feedback, then you deserve a chance, my, my time again. I really strongly believe that. So I will, if I name and shame you, I will equally praise you. Mm. And what was your experience like when you went back? It was a very, very, very different experience. Um, it was much better in terms of the planning. Mm. The pacing was on point. Very good. 
there were two pacers, there were like a tail pacer and a, and a mm. lead pacer, which meant that they kept one yeah. another accountable. Mm. They wore visible clothing, which made it easier to detect them. Mm. And they stopped for breaks, which, you know, fueling is really mm. important in running. Mm. We're not all equipped to yes. run 12 miles just mm. like that. So we were able to have those fueling breaks too. Amazing. Just amazing. I, I felt so proud of you when you did it, when you spoke your truth and just said, look, this is not good enough. Rather than internalizing it and thinking, I'm not good enough. You was like, no, I recognize this is not me. You're the organization. You should have planned for this. So I was, I was really happy. And then to hear that they had made the change. I didn't message you. Oh, did I? I can't remember. But really proud. Really Thank proud. You. And actually, it, it, it enables other people to have their voices heard. Because often our voices aren't heard as women our voices aren't heard as black and brown people and at this time it was heard and and change came rapidly so and, really and, mm. and i was going to say in doing so you've actually made that organization a better and stronger mm. organization because so many times people don't feel empowered to speak and say actually i didn't find that a good experience and here is the feedback people often ask for feedback sometimes they don't act on it so props to them for actually taking the time listening thinking what can we do and actioning that and that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you so well done well done so you're at the national running show what are you what are you looking forward to here what what have you done what you know how have you experienced it second time around again bigger one bigger than Farnborough this is the um, host their flagship their flag, event. flagship event how have you found it so in fairness I've been uh, working <laughs> been behind um, representing the, the, the ERC mm. stand yeah representing what I actually love and what's helped me on my running journey and it's been really interesting to talk to different people there have been a variety of humans out here mm. and what's fascinating to me is some people will stop and have a conversation mm -hmm. some people will not mm -hmm. and there is a lack of um, acknowledgement I think in the running community and there is a huge problem and this has been going on since 2020 where the running community has made promises to mm. us as black and brown people that things will change and when I think about the running show, I think there's a lot more to do around diversity and inclusion. And I won't just take this, the layer of black and brown people. Mm. I will go as far as the disabled, mm. the aged, mm. you know, all these elements and those layers not being accommodated. Mm. I mean, just looking at the space, how does a wheelchair user get through? True. Mm. Very true. Mm. Very true. So I think there's opportunities for the running show mm. um, and I will be presenting my feedback to them directly. But I think all in all, it's a great space to just come together with other runners. Went out on a 5K run with um, some, of, some of the ERC team mm. and it was really nice. It's 
again minus the temperatures but mm. it's great <laughs> it's good to get out there mm. and one of our crew members always says you have to go out in all elements yeah, so yeah it's good fun fantastic oh, well thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you for sharing your story and thank you for being such an amazing incredible woman and ambassador of and ARC. ambassador of erc thank you we really value you thank you and thank you for having me and just welcoming me with open arms i appreciate it anytime don't thank us <laughs> or you can we'll, no. <laughs> we've talked about that do you? we have we have i still need training all right, all right. Thank, thank you so much taz love you bye <laughs>